Welcome to Reality and Talks. My name is Gary McGuey, high school practice leader for Franklin Covey Education. Each week, we're here to take on the real challenges of teen life. Let's talk. But today is balancing stress. We're very excited to listen and learn from Kai and Mary Catherine as they share their thoughts. Watch how they differentiate between negative and positive stress. How negative stress can be draining, burdensome, becoming a huge obstacle, whereas positive stress challenges us, motivates, brings out the best in each of us. Secondly, they're gonna talk about the importance of time management, the, the power of using a planning tool for weekly and daily planning. Lastly, the need to look at this topic as a journey, not a destination, one day at a time and recognize the word perfection can cause undue stress. There's a legendary football coach named Vince Lombardi. Uh, and on his first meeting with his team, he shared, gentlemen, this year we will strive for perfection. We'll never reach it. However, along the way, we will reach excellence. Enjoy the discussion. Welcome everybody. Today's episode, Balancing Stress. Joining us today, we have Kai and Mary Catherine. Team, welcome. Thanks for being here today. Balancing stress. So obviously a, a very important uh, topic, uh, not just for teens, but today we're gonna focus on teens. When you hear the word stress, team, what are some initial thoughts? For me, whenever I think of stress, it's normally associated with negativity, which I know for a lot of people it's the same way, but I feel like there's also a good side to stress, a stress where, you know, we feel motivated by it. Things like perhaps, I guess, classes, you know, when we want to do well in a class and we know that if we do well in a class, it'll be good for our futures or something like that. But also at the same time, you know, again, with class, there's also the sort of tipping point of where it can get negative and it can get a little bit bad. And so there's definitely a point where we really have to figure out, okay, where is this tipping point and where is it for us to where this stress is going to get too much and get a little bit too bad for our health in a way, I guess. Yeah. Thank you, Kai. Mary Catherine, what are your initial thoughts? I totally agree with Kai. Whenever I think of stress, um, it kind of always goes back to time management with me. And sometimes it's good stress pushing me towards the things I need to do and keeping me from procrastinating. But sometimes it gets really heavy to where I'm always thinking about something that I'm stressed about and to where it's kind of like a dark cloud everywhere I go and it's always on my mind. Nice. So Tim, I heard you talk about there's a, a, a negative stress and there's also a good stress. And Kai, you, you mentioned this word like a tipping point. So, so team, when do we know, how do we know where maybe we've crossed that tipping point from where it was positive stress to now it's feeling somewhat negative? What, what is, what's the evidence indicators there? I think that for me, the um, tipping point, like Kai said, would be when you can't keep your stress in the area that you're stressed about. Like if I'm stressed 
about um, an upcoming volleyball game and I'm practicing and I'm worried about it. But if that stress starts to leak into school and starts to leak into home, then I know it's kind. It's not motivation. It's not pushing me towards something good. It's keeping me down. And it'll actually end up being something that blocks you from being good or doing well in the thing that you were actually stressed about. So when your stress starts to leak into other areas, I think that's when it turns from good to bad stress. Yeah, that's great. Great example. I would have to agree with that. And for me, I'm also the kind of person who doesn't exactly know when my stress gets too much, which is something that I've had to learn for myself. Um, I'm also the kind of person who has the tendency to like bottle up my stress and then sort of like push it aside. And when I really know that I'm feeling insanely stressed is when it's just my mood starts dropping immediately. Normally, I'm the kind of person who is happy all the time. I normally have a lot of energy, but when I notice that when I'm waking up, I'm feeling really lethargic or I just don't want to get up out of bed that day, that's when at least I realize like, oh, I really need to do something about this stress. I need to find a way, because most of the time also my stress is normally associated with my schedule, my classes. So for me, I also like to keep a planner on me so then I know, okay, this is how I will manage my stress. Going back to what Mary Catherine said, being able to manage your time within everything. Also, I guess, how do I put this? Let's me have time for myself and let's me do things that I find therapeutic to where the stress sort of is alleviated in a way. Yeah. So I heard, I heard you talk about the importance of, of planning, like time management, weekly planning, daily planning, having some type of a planning tool to help you, right? Um, coming back to this, this negative, positive stress, let's just play a little game here, okay? Uh, word association. You hear the word negative stress. What are some words that pop into our heads? I think One for word. me, I think about um, burdening or like a barrier. Mm. I think about, I guess, an obstacle. Okay. Something that is a little bit hard to get over. Okay. Obstacle, barrier, burdensome, draining, perhaps. Yes. Let's flip it over, Kate. Okay positive peer, I mean, positive um, stress. When it's healthy, I guess we'll use the term healthy stress. What, what are some words that come to mind there? I think of motivation, I guess, like a positive sort of motivator. Yeah, I think of like push, like it pushes you to do the things you need to do. Yeah, that's 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 great. I think, I think it's important that we recognize that, you know, the, the importance of challenging ourselves, right? Stretching ourselves, not not too far, but just stretching ourselves enough. So so there's that that healthy stress that we're we're feeling, you know, we're accomplishing, we're getting things done. We're not just staying status quo. So, I mean, this is, I mean, I love the fact we're we're defining it, we're making it in very concrete terms. Um, once again, you know, our audience, our, our goal here is to provide hope, tools, strategies. So this word of balancing stress, 
um, what would you suggest? What are some um, ideas you would like to share on, on ways to, that you have found helpful for balancing stress? So for me, I remember Kai was talking about planning and planning is something I do a lot, but one thing that has really helped minimize my stress is self-care. And I think that sometimes social media and the internet like glorifies self-care, like it has to be a whole day where you just sit and just be, but self-care could honestly just be reading a book or like um, sitting outside or playing with your dog or just doing something that you like to do. And I think that taking those little pieces of time to not think about your school or not think about your sports or not think about your stressors and do something that like kind of renews you so you can go and be better in what you do. So self-care is really big for me. Nice. I would have to agree. And especially like what Mary Catherine said where self-care doesn't have to be the biggest thing. Like for me, I think of self-care as just doing what I like. For instance, like painting. It's not something that I do often because I don't have time, but when I do have time, sitting down and just painting even the littlest of, you know, canvas or something, I find the most therapeutic and it, for me, elevates my stress a whole lot more, especially since it's not something I get to do often, it's something that I really enjoy and just doing something that you feel passionate about, I guess, and that just takes you away from what you would normally do in everyday life. Um, really, at least for me, helps a lot as well. Just just listening to you describe that just sounds very uh, therapeutic, you know? <clears throat> and Mary Catherine, you're talking about, you know, you know it, it almost, uh, I'm, I'm hearing the word almost like a meditation piece in, in a way, right? Just kind of getting in tune your inner thoughts and just kind of chilling, you know, internally here. Um, I was talking um, earlier, there's this um, psychologist and he, and he uses this term uh, ants for automatic negative thoughts. And just think about this. And once again, this isn't a teen thing, but many times we go to bed with negative thoughts about things are coming up. We wake up in the morning and we have these negative thoughts. And I mean, in the spirit of, of chronic stress, I mean, we, we just listening to that just sounds very unhealthy, right? So once again, in the spirit of providing some, some suggestions, um, what would you say, um, how do we stop these, these automatic negative thoughts? How do you stop? Because uh, you know, just knowing both of you, how I do right now, you seem to be very driven and, and positive. Sometimes I think we try to be, we try to be driven and positive. Um, but for me, it, it may sound a little bit cliche, but um, self-affirmations, but not necessarily the way that people like present self-affirmation, not like a list of things that you just go down every day, but maybe um, like if I'm struggling with chemistry, like I take chemistry right now and sometimes I have a really, have a really bad struggle with it. I'll like remind myself of the things that I have accomplished already. So like I may be struggling with a piece of homework and I'm like, well, I did it good in class. I did the test. I did good on those things so I can get through this. So I think that reminding yourself of the things you've already accomplished will help to push you through the thing that the thing that might be hard for you. 
Yeah. And, and I'll just add to that. We were talking earlier about, the, or maybe you guys could add about letting go of perfectionism. You know, what, what are your thoughts around that one? How would you respond to that? I am like one of the worst perfectionists in the world. Like everything I get, like my friends always are so upset with me because they're like, I, I get upset about like 92s. And they're like, why, why are you doing that? And I don't know, but perfection, I'm still, Strug not struggling but still trying to find ways to overcome that perfectionism but i think that i have to and we talked about this in another in another video but i think that i have to accept failure and know that failure isn't the end but it's something that makes you better yeah. and so coming to terms with that is what has helped me in areas of perfectionism um yeah that would be my little spiel on it nice kai any add to that yeah, I myself am also like a huge perfectionist. My friends are always like, hi, like it doesn't have to be perfect. I'm like, no, it really does. But when it comes down to things like I did a thing for FCCLA where I was making our platform and because all the members in our state was using it, I was like, no, I have to make this perfect. Like so many people are gonna be using this platform. And my advisors, all the members on my team were like, Kai, this is like perfect. And I was like, but the background isn't great. The format isn't great. Um, but even despite that, by the time that I was nearing my deadline, I, again, like what Mary Catherine said, I just had to accept that, you know, not everything is going to be perfect. And there really is no definition to what perfection is other than to what we think perfection is and I think that being able to accept that you've done your best and you know even if you don't view your best as the best it's still amazing it's still great being able to accept just that I feel like is one step forward to really accepting also your perfectionism nice so team in in closing today first of all great great wisdom from you in closing today. Um, what would you say? What's one thing you would say concrete suggestion you would throw out to our audience? Just just one thing that you have found very helpful in in uh, dealing with stress or overcoming negative stress. I think for me, at least just being able to find time for yourself within all the chaos, especially with what we're in right now. I mean, obviously with COVID and everything, it's a situation that none of us were expecting. It's something that we were all thrown into. It's something that has caused an insane amount of stress for a lot of us. But, you know, throughout my time, at least being able to go throughout my life and be able to just learn along the way of how my own stress has affected me and learn what things are best for me. I mean, balancing my stress hasn't been like an overnight thing. It's definitely something that I've had to learn along the way. And I think that being able to take every day step by step and not put so much pressure on yourself to really just sit back whenever you can throughout your day yeah. and 
try and take time and do that self-care that is so greatly needed, even if it's just 10 minutes. I think that definitely, at least for me, helped a lot in trying to alleviate the amount of stress that I had within my days. That's great. I absolutely agree. One thing that she said that really caught my eye was that she said, take it one day at a time. And I think that's really important because when you see everything you have to do for a month or for a week, and it can become really, really daunting and really um, burdensome to have to deal with. But if you take it every day, take it every class, take it every game, then you're able to make that smaller and you're able to handle it. That's great. Well, team, th you know, I, I just want to say thank you very much for for tackling this, uh, this this important, critical discussion that everybody, whether you're a teenager, whether you're 50 years old, where everybody's dealing with stress. And as Kai said, even during this pandemic, it's even become even greater magnified. So we really appreciate you offering some wisdom, words of wisdom here. Um, thank you so much. And uh, we'll see you down the road, okay? Take care, be safe. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. Subscribe to Reality Talks on YouTube, Apple, or Spotify, and leave a review or comment. We'd love to hear from you.